Okay, Hevre, Parshas Lech Lecha, Taf Shin Pei Dalit. So we're going to discuss some big Yesodas that we pulled out from the Parsha. Um, some massive Yesodas. I don't, we're not going to have time to do everything, but let, let's try. Okay. Vayom Adonai El Avram Lech Lecha, Me'atzacha, 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 El Ha'aretz Asher Ar'erka. So Lech Lecha. Yeah, go to you. Lech lecha. So I got a question for everybody. It's not going to sound particularly related. A few questions. What's the Indian of a handshake? <laughs> no one saw that one coming. What's the Indian of a handshake? Why is it that it's a handshake that's been, you know, just it's universally accepted as a way of I'm giving you my word. I promise. You got you. This is a deal. Yeah, you make a deal with a handshake, number one. Number two, what's the Indian, excuse going here, what's the Indian of a slap? The difference between a punch and a slap. Sorry to, yeah, it's not very whatever. What's the Indian of a slap? Number three, Lahavdul, why do we put our hands over our eyes when we say Kriyashima? Why don't we... Like, what, what's the point? You close your eyes, you close your eyes. You don't need to put your hand over your eyes as well. What's that adding to? What's that adding? Yeah, you hear the three questions? Okay. So, Lech Lecha, go for yourself. Rashi says, for your Hanor. Chochmah, is the highest of the spheres as we count them in Chabad. Okay? There's Malchus, Yesoid, Hoid, Netzach, Teferis, Gevura, Chesed, Das, Chochmabina. Okay? But we know that there's a sphere above Das. Everyone knows what the sphere above Das is? Keser. Keser. I was going to say that. Yeah. Keser is above Das. So Yud symbolizes Chochmah. So what's above Chochmah is Das. Uh, is Kesa. Above Chochmah is Kesa. Kesa is represented by the letter Kaf. For these reasons that we just said, number one, it's the letter that goes, it's the letter before Kaf, for before Yud, it goes above Yud. And number two, it's the first letter of the word Kesa. So the command here. See, Kesa is you. That's the real you. Everything else, Chochmah is like an interface, but from Bina down, that's all stuff that you have. So who's the you who has stuff? As we've said many times, that's called your Oineg, that's called your Ratzon, pleasure, your will, whatever your Ratzon. Yeah, that's all Kesa. Ratzon is the lowest level of Kesa, then you have Oineg, and then even a higher level in Kesa, maybe called Amuna. The Kesa divides into three parts in a sense. But um, but Kesa's the, that's that's the you. But it's interesting though, because Chaf is Lashon you. Second person. Lefanecha, before you. Mashlom Cha, how are you? How is your shalom? So chaf, which is the the shoresh of the whole seder of 
of the spheres or of, of your koichas and nefesh, whatever you want to call it, yeah? That's kes, and that's what we're referring to when we say you. When I say you, when we're, when we're panim al panim, as we've spoken so many times before, yeah? When you're sitting in front of someone and schmoozing, you don't use their name. You go beyond name and you go to second person. How are you doing? What do you think about this? Is that on your mind? You, 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 you. Only You only need a name when someone turns their back to you. Then you have to call them, like Avi, Yitzi, when you turn your back. Or if there's someplace else and you need to call them, or if you're talking about them. But when you're panim or panim, it's atta. That's ha. Why? Because that's the you. That's the one who owns, who who has all the koichas, who has the behavior. Everyone's with me? So let's answer up these, these three questions. What's a handshake? See, it's interesting. This is such a deep thing. And this really can change. Like, this is a, a huge aside. Yeah? What's this called in Hebrew? A yad? Mm, this is called a yad. What's this? Kaf, the kaf yad. Kaf yad. Kaf. Kaf pei. Chaf. This is the place where you really expresses itself. That's why it's also called cuff. You are expressed through your behavior. How you act is really who you are. And this symbolizes how you act. This is you. So now we can answer these three questions. Number one, why is a handshake the universal symbol for an agreement? Or to say hello or to say goodbye? Because this is the this is you, this symbolizes you and this symbolizes them. And it's the the real you and the real them, the the the, the panemius of who you are, the panemius of who they are, touched together. That's also called Yadid. Yad Yad is a Yadid. A friend, a dear friend. The Indian of a slap, yeah, sorry to talk about these crass things, but the Indian of a slap, as opposed to a punch, is a slap isn't so much designed to, it's not about hurting someone, it's about showing more that you've been hurt. You're, you're bearing your soul, so to speak. You're, 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 you're showing them the palm of your hand, which symbolizes you. And this is really beautiful. Kriya Shema. Why do you need to cover your eyes with your hand? What's Kriya Shema? Shema Yisor Shem Elkein Shem Echod. Yeah, Shema. What's the two big letters in the first Pasuk of Shema? Ayin and Dalit. Which spells aid. Because we're bearing testimony to Rabbi Nishraelim. What's the eye? You, you have to be looking at something. Adas has to be about something. What's the Adas? What are we looking at in Shema? Mm. Huh? We witnessed Harsina. Yeah. But when we're saying Shema, I mean, that's it's all the same Indian. But when we're saying Shema, that iron dullard is pointing to the kale Melech Ne'eman that we say be Yechidus. Amen. 
we're looking at Emuna. That's the avoider of Kriya Shema, that you look at Emuna, and then through Shema, you process that Emuna into the goof, down through the whole system and finally into the goof, even into the into the the psachim of your house. So when we put our hand over our eyes, the closing your eyes, that's enough to get out of this world, yeah? But when you close your hand over your eyes, you know what you're looking into? You're looking into the depth of who you are. That's what you're looking into. That's what Kriya Shema is. The Kel Melech Ne'eman, the Amuna, yeah? That's, like I said, Kesa breaks down into three, yeah? Ratzon's the lowest, then... Tainug, and then the highest level is called a Muna. People call it different things, but according to the Seder we're talking about now. Yeah, the highest level is called a Muna. So when you close your eyes, you're not covering your eyes with your cuff. You're looking into your cuff. You're you're looking into the very essence of who you are. That's what Kriya Shema is. no? And that's the avoid of Kriya Shema. You're gazing into the depths of the the very essence of your, the very essence of who you are as a Yid. And now it's, that's with the Re'iyah. And then Shemir, Shema, that's now processing it down into the, into the, into the, well, that's been a processing it down into the emotions. And then into your, uh, into the, into the, um, um, into your thought, speech and action. And then into your, um, into the your arms and bisharecha. Read, read the read the first paragraph of Shema. It's the it's the bringing down of the Boinusholim from the level of Kel Melech Neaman down to bisharecha, which is the furthest outermost limit of who you are, and it's in perfect order. You can look at that yourself. Okay, Vaita. Yeah, Vaita. Okay. Wait, wait, can I just ask one question? Sure. What, what is this? How did we get into this from Lech Lecha again? Lech Lecha. That's oh, the command. Hashem said, Hashem turned around to Avram and saying, go to the Cha. Go into the, the Panikas mm. now, who you are, Mamash. Lech Lecha. Go into you. That's the Atta Nefachtabi. Atta Nefachtabi. You blew into me, Nishmas Chaim, Atta. You. Now, whenever you see a chaf anywhere now, it's going to be a whole different world. Mamash. <laughs> whenever you say you to someone, you're mamash, that, that's like, that's that's one of the reasons why we, um, not whatever, say that. Okay. Okay, I'm going to say this quickly. I, I won't, I'm not going it, to, it's in the Pasha, there's an Orchayim who explains that Hashem said to him, Loshan Dibor, as opposed to Amira. Okay? What's the difference between Amira and Dibor? Omer and Medaber. Omer, Dibor. Okay? So there's lots of differences, and Orchaim goes through. Basically, in the Pasha, without getting into all the text, he says that Dibor was the tzivoy of the of Hashem. Amira was for your Hanar. And Dibor is your being is being mitzavah you. So the world was made with the Asas and Maimoris. Hashem made reality. Hashem created the world with the ten utterances, yeah? The Asas and Maimoris. 
Lushan Amar. Then we've got the Aseris Adibrus, which is which is the which is I mean they're not the Ten Commandments, that's a stupid translation. It's not, <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a translation, Bakhlawis. I don't know where it's not called that at all. It's called the Ten Utterances or the Ten Speeches, or it's not, nothing. It doesn't say Aseris Sivoyim. So you've got the Aseris Maimoris and the Aseris Adibrus. What's the difference? Which one's Ica, which one's Toffel? Why do we need to say one is Ica and one's Toffel? Because that's, that's the Messias. <laughs> which one's Ica, which one's Toffel? Well, let me ask you a question. What 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 did we say after all those ten original Assessamai Morris? Assessamai Morris are Iker because without uh, the Mamoris, there wouldn't be the the Dibris. Because the Mamoris are were what established humanity and existence for and the Torah was given so that we can Hashem made a world so that we could be follow the Torah. Now you just you just undid everything you said, yo. The last thing you just said, so you say everything you said before that. You're right. Okay. Created the world so it can be Makai the Torah. So what's Ikka, what's Tuffle? What's for what? The world okay, so the Ica... is for the Torah. Right. So the Assessor Maimoris, at the end of the Assessor Maimoris, yeah, you've got this fantastic world with with sky and trees and oceans and all this kind of amazing stuff. And you're like, wow, this is amazing. But, but what's the point of it? What's the point of it all? You with me? No. There was no point. Without the without the Assessa Dibrus, this world had no point. We'd just make a world mm. like so it's nice to look at. You sit there and smoke cigarettes, build a business, just live and then die like what's the point of that so the assessor my morris that was the clay and the debor the assessor debris that was that's the all that was the reason why Hashem made the clay for the assessor my morris if it wasn't for the torah there would be no there would be no reason to the world Bichlal. there'd be no point to this what you're just born to so someone you know creates a a machine a solar powered machine that just sits there and like goes like round and it looks cool and you're like wow that's amazing what does it do and you say well it just kind of like just continues to do that but it never stops because it's like generating its own power and it's like completely self-contained you're like wow like but what's the point of it they're like well it, there's no like it just just kind of perpetuates itself but what's the point of that exactly the whole world just perpetuates itself but the point of the world is Torah mitzvahs. So Amira is the key, and Debor, that was the ore that filled the key. That was the purpose of it. And that's alluded to in that, that was the Indian of what, what the Orchaim said, that Amira is to do with Hanar, for your Hanar, meaning it's a means to an end. It's for you to get Hanar. Whereas Debor is a Tzivoy, which is Mamash the... Um, that's the that that that's the toughness in itself. Wow. Um, and how does that connect to the parsha? 
That, that, I told you, I told, that, that's in the part, that's Mamash and Orheim in the Parsha. I just didn't read it out because it was a, a bit of a long thing, but it's Orheim, it's on the, it's um, Yud, Yud Bey's Vov, Yud Bey's Possek Vov, if you want to look it up yourself. Um, okay. Oh, this, this is a cute, a cute idea. I'll tell you a story what happened to me. The the question is in uh, um, when when Avram brings back Lot from Stoim, the pasuk says the Yoshev es Kol Haruchush, the Gam es Lois Ochiv. He brought back the Ruchush and also Lot. The whole reason why he went and made Muhammad with Sodom was to bring back Lot. Why are you telling me the Ruchush that he brought back before he brought back Lot? And and and. Uh, the Ochaim asks the question. He answers it. So I'm not going to give his answer, but he answers it. But he asks the question. Uh, the Ica reason why he chased, why he went after, was was to get Lot. So therefore, he should have mentioned that first when he came back. Says so he brought back the Rechush Gadol first. Yeah. So this reminds me of a uh, of a story that happened to me. Actually, I told it this morning. Actually. Um, that when I was in I was in Chicago a few years ago, and I had a I had a chasna, and if it, it was on Thursday, so I couldn't go back on Friday. Lamaisa, I planned to go to New York on Friday to spend Shabbos with Moshe Weinberger, who I've never really met. I've met him like I've said hello to him once or twice, but I've listened to his shirim. I mean, everyone knows him. He's an Adam Godel, and I thought while I'm in America, I could get you know. So it was a it was a considerable investment of money and time and energy. Um, but I, I decided to do it. And anyway, so I'm landing on Friday midday and I call my friend who I'm staying with. And he was like, oh man, Shmuel, this is terrible. I'm so sorry. He's like, there's one Shabbos a year that <laughs> with Weinberger goes to Toronto. And I didn't know this is the Shabbos. So I'm like, okay, fine. So obviously what do I say in, in my you know, in my guide, where I say to myself, I wonder why I'm here. Yeah, in my head. And so I'm with this guy, my friend Pinny, and the whole Shabbos were like joking. And they were oh. like, you know, for example, like in the shore, guy, an old man was, there was a bit of a crush and there was an old man standing in front and he fell over and I, he just fell into my arms. I kind of caught him. And, you know, my friend's like, that's why you're here. And like the whole Shabbos was spent like, oh, that's why you're here. That's why you're here. <laughs> and then, so I, I leave and I realize what a chutzpah to think that I had a Havamina to think that I knew why I was going there in the first place. You think that I was going to New York to listen to see Rav Moshe Weinberger? Maybe that could have been one of the reasons. The reason is that Hashem needed me to go to New York for whatever. I, I, it, this is what this world works on a need to know basis. He doesn't tell you even a fraction of what's going on even a fraction of a fraction of a fraction keep saying that forever yeah he he doesn't you, you what you know is 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 a slither of a slither ad infinitum whatever you say just keeps going you know nothing 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 so you go to you go, it could be the whole reason why you ended up in uh in you know you decided that you want to go to weinberg and maybe he was there as well you heard him speak but it was all about a brocha on like a piece of herring that was like from the flood that, that's been going around the world that no one knows. And it could be endless, endless things. 
And that's what we see here, that Avram went to pick up Lot. But it says when he comes back, it tells us he returned by Rechush Godol. And then it says, V'gam es Lot. V'gam es Lot. V'yashev es kol ha-Rechush. He brought back all of the, how say Rechush? Like treasures or whatever. And also, oh. so I, if let's just say I went to see Rav Moshe and he was there, it would have said, the Yashev Shmuel es kol ha-Rechush. V'gam es ra'ah. Harav. That was the means by what Hashem got me there. But that's not why you're there. The reason why you bought the ticket to go to Israel, the reason why you bought the ticket to go to Miami, the reason why you bought the ticket to go wherever, yeah? That's the reason why you bought the ticket. That's not the reason why you're there. You don't know the reason why you're there. Maybe on rare occasion he'll reveal it to you. You with me? It's important, important, uh, important idea to have. Yeah, that's more than a cute idea. That's yeah, it's more. Big. It's yeah, it's big. It's, it's big. It's big. That needs that's hurting my head a little bit. It's gewaldic. Just you know what the answer to the question is. So like, okay, you don't know why you're here. You don't know why you're here. So what what do you what what do you do? And the answer is, just be as halig as you can. Find the mitzvah opportunity wherever you are, wherever you are. The question is, what can I be doing right now? that is shaykh to mitzvah. And, and the vadai, you say to yourself, well, what can I be doing right now that gets me away from a veyla? But what can I be doing right now that's shaykh to mitzvah? You have a safe in your pocket? Maybe that's the answer. Or maybe you can just smile at someone. Maybe you can just start talking to the person next to you and you know, ask them something about whatever it is. Just just, just be makasha yourself to mitzvah. Kol rega verega. I mean, what else is there to do? What's the other? What you got? Anything better to do? <laughs> what else is there? <clears throat> what else is there? You could get like it's like one of the things. What was it? Yeah, there's no one ever who lies on his deathbed, and he's you know he's got his family there, and he's like, I just I I wish I had spent more time in the office. No one ever said such a thing ever, ever. So what is there else? You want to be with your family? That's a mitzvah. That's great. But make sure it's make sure it's always kashur to mitzvah. Then you know that wherever we put you, you're doing the right thing, and you're 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 helping him out. You're being you're being male, what he needs you to be male. Even though you don't know why you're there, as long as you're kashur to mitzvah, he's going to put everything in front of you. Whatever he needs being fixed by you is going to end up right in front of you. Say a bracha properly. Okay. Okay. So this is a really big idea. We'll finish this. <laughs> if anybody, this next one's a very big idea. We're going to leave. Uh, oh, I don't know what to say. I'll let, I'll let you go. We're going to go one time for one of these. You want to hear um, the difference practically between Goyim and Yidden or the avoid of Tefillah? Avi, what do you say? Well, we, we we know the difference between Goyim, Goyim and uh, Yehudim, okay. right? We we spoke a little bit about it with the Tanya, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. So we'll we'll talk about Tefillah. Okay. So if you notice in Tefillah, it says in um 
Avram, no. No, no, the, the afterward, yeah, the beginning it says, but Avram. That's my puzzle. Yeah. Oh, then he gets the Hague. Okay. Yeah, but, but, but you're right. It's very important. It's Avram. We never talk about, we never talk about um, any of the, voice like before i mean yaakov was different because yaakov and israel but but we don't talk about um yeshua and and we 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 all sarai we always talk about after the after the name that's who they were they they became a new matthias why into filler do we dafka go out of our way to mention avram you with me and now if you notice at the end of yishtabach yeah, everyone does them some art school siddha. They're very good art school. They do some really wonderful things. And it goes, Adoin Bukhat Hashem, Kel Melech Godom Hulab Bishbachois, Bishbachois, Elhoidois, Adoin Haniflois, Aleph, Boyre Korn Shamas Base, Ribbon Koilamim Raish, Haboyche Bishay Zimra, Hey, Melech Yochid Elhoilamim. Men, Avram. Avraham. Wow. In Yishtabach? I didn't notice that. Don't call it to Wow, nice. That's not wow. Good. One minute. I'm pulling it up. Here, it has it. I'm showing you here. Look, it, you see it's in big. You see the bolded letters? Aleph, base, Reish, Hey, Mem. Avraham. Wow. You see that? Mm-hmm. Is that the right way round or is it backwards? No, it's good. Oh yeah, to me it's backwards. Okay, so this is the avoider of tefillah. The avoider of tefillah is the journey from Avram to Avraham. That is what we're doing in tefillah. And let's go back. Let's just plug it back because there's another couple of things that we say. One moment. Yeah. Wow. So early on the tefillah, we say Lucha Hashem Hagadul Vahagavura, Lucha Dunai Gadul Vahagavura, Tifes, or Nesa, Hoyd, Ki Hobishman Vores, Lucha, Adunai, Mamlacha, Nasa, and then you put in the Tzedakah, yeah? And then by Yishtabach, you say Lucha, not air, Adunai, Elihainu, Elihainu, Elihainu. Shir Ushvacha, Halel Zimra, Oizim Emshala, Netzach, Gadula, Gavur, Tehila, Vitiveris, Gadusha, Malchus. Yeah? Lacha, we begin by saying just the Midas. Lacha ha Gadula, that's, um, that is, uh, Chesed, Gavura, Tiferis, Netzach, Hoid, Yesoid. Yeah? That's already Shaykh, the Midas. That's the Shesha Shemer Bereshis. There's six Midas. The Midas the Goyim are to. That was Avram was a Goy. Avraham was a Yid. The Avoider of Tefillah is becoming Jewish. How many times have we said it? How many times have we said it? Everything, your whole 
world of Yiddishkeit is based on Shachris. Yeah, not on not on his Boedidus, from the way I understand it, and people be cholak on me, um, but that's fine. Your, the way I understand it, according to everything that I've learned, your entire Yiddishkeit is based on Shachris. How you treat Shachris is... That's it. That's it. Like like treating Shachris um, without infinite covered is is a big big mistake. A big big mistake. Shachris should be treated with such sanctity. It's so sacred. It's like if we knew. It's like um, it's like laying the cornerstone to a building. It's like. It's like it's the beginning of the of any process. The process is called the day. Yeah, your day is a manifestation of Shachris. And it's very important to know this. It's it's really important. To know I know that you guys have started putting in time, you know, put, dedicating extra time to it and Pesuka de Zimra. And and like, you know, to say that you deserve a pat on the back for it is completely wrong. It's just the most sensible thing you can do. It's like, you know, why would you get a pat on the back, Lahavdil, for going to the gym? You know, what are you talking about? It's like, why wouldn't you go to the gym? That's crazy. This is exactly the Indian, Lahavdil, is that Shachris is everything. Shachris is the, Shachris is the avoider. It, it's called Ibud Oiris. The, well, the mikvah is the, is the beginning of the avoider, which is called Ibud Oiris, which Ibud Oiris is the, uh, is the working of the hide. Yeah, like like oiris meaning uh, orot, like uh, the parchment. Yeah, so ibud oiris is when you put it in sid, in lime. I don't know in Hebrew it's sid, like a, a like a very like a liquid that makes it supple. So that's that begins the avoider of taking the behema, the the thick, the stustus of the the ore of the the like. How much more gaseous does it get than a piece of unprocessed leather and unprocessed hide from a cow yeah that's called me after i wake up <laughs> you're just you're just a piece of you're just a piece of hide from a cow so you go into the mikvah and that's the ibad oiris that's beginning the process of suppling you up but it's so funny because the cows the the, the hide of the cow imagine like what it looks like when you rip off the the, the skin of a cow stinks blood thick fat just hairy like everything disgusting yeah but that becomes the medium by that's what you write a safer Torah on that very mm. disgusting gashmius most magushan dicker substance in the world yeah disgusting most magushan dicker substance you work it hard and you put in the energy and you end up with cloth for a safer Torah that's the avoider of shachris. The avoider of shachris is slipping yourself out of the bed. Yeah, you're just one shtick piece of meat. Yeah, one shtick flesh. And mikvah is a good idea. Jump in the mikvah if you've got a swimming pool. Go in the swimming pool. Have a shower. At least have a shower. That's that's a, that's a bechil of a mikvah. And just remember, I'm not going to explain this now, but remember, one of the ikas of the mikvah is the taking off of the clothes. Yeah, I'm not going to get into that right now, but that's a very big Indian. The taking off of the clothes is a massive, massive in you. Maybe we'll talk about that another time if you remind, remind me sometime. So you take off your clothes and you go into the water and you begin the process of the 
how do you say it? Like the suppling up, how would you say that? The making supple? Can't think of the word. The process of the root. The what? No, I was gonna say like a hitora root. Hitora root. Yeah, no, but I meant like in the moshal, like you start to supple up the goof. By the end of Shachris, yeah, your mamash cloth. Your mamash cloth. You wake up as a piece of a piece of hide, and by the end of Shachris, your mamash cloth. That's the avoider of Shachris. And that's the avoider of the transformation from Avram to Avraham. And that's uh there's more to say about that. But that's uh that's um that's a big one. Okay. We'll hold here. Any questions? Oh, is yeah. there like a, uh, I was just curious, is there a connection to that where uh, the Psuke de Zimra when we the Akeda mentioning the Akeda? At the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, I think you could say that's something like starting with the end in mind. That's a that's a hint to where we're gonna get to. Mm. That was that was that was that was the that's a good point. That that was uh Avram told him. that that was that was Avraham on form. That was his yeah. that was the, the pinnacle of his life. Yeah. Yeah. Um I'm just gonna say one thing. We've said it a lot of times before, I'm just gonna say it again that the um I'm just gonna read you a a a, a Tefers Yisrael on Pickett Avas. It's a whole big toy that I missed out. Maybe next year we'll get to it or another time. But um Malki Sedek said to Avraham, because you because you did that with the, the Orheim says, because you did you really worked hard and you were uh, and you found Hashem, therefore Hashem really loves you. But that's that's not that that's that was Malki Sedek's take. That isn't how it works with the Yidden. That's how it works with the Goyim, as we said, when it mentions when the when the when the Torah mentions Noyach, it says, Ish Tzadik, what is it? Ish, um, yeah. It's, uh, it's, Ish Tzadik, Tamim, Ish Tzadik, Tamim Hayabu Doyoisav, Eselakim is Halech Noyach, three big Shevachs of Noyach, yeah? Three big shevachs. By Avram, who was greater than Noach, it just says, Lech Lecha, go. I'll make you a big nation, whatever. No shevach. Why'd you give Noach three biggest, big shvachim? And Avraham, who was greater, you just say, Lech Lecha, when you introduce Avram. You Can, you Can you repeat the question, please? So the, the question is, by Noach, Pasha's Noach, when it introduces Noach, it says, the Ishtam... Yeah, he walked with God, he was a tzaddik, he was a perfect man. He gives him three big, three big praises. And by by Avram, it just says, Lech Lecha, go. Why? So this is the Inya Malki Sedek said. Well, the Orchaim said that Malki Sedek said to, to Avram that because you worked really hard and you found Avram and you found Hashem, he he loves you. You have to read the Lashon over there. It's not exactly like that, but basically he really likes you because of that. Listen to that. This is the difference between the Yidden and the Goyim. The difference between Noach and Avram. 
is the reason, there was a reason why, of, why Hashem loved Noach. There is no reason why Hashem loved Avram. Right. Just like there's no reason why you love your children. There should not be any reason why you love your children. There's two levels of love. There's there's the higher love and the lower love. There's the love called Avarabba. That's really Kashor to the level of Kesa. That's not really love. Then there's the love of the Mida, the emotion of love. Now that, you can't love your children with that love all the time. No way. When your children are revolting, yeah, they, when you feel like you just want to like mama, whatever, yeah, that's that means that the lower love, the emotion has gone. And that's completely fine. And I, I found that the, if that really happens, like if one of my kids does something revolting or terrible or absolutely, it doesn't happen so often, but it has. And I'll go, I, I remember being in my room with my wife and just turning around and, and saying, I hate so-and-so. And you can imagine in the secular world, you can't ever say you hate your child. I know that I don't hate my child. I know that my emotions right now hate my child. Oh. But the relationship of the child is is Mushrish and Kessa. So we've said before, yeah. Turn around to Ava, you got kids? Yeah. How 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 old are your kids? Or how young? Uh, I have I have five boys, uh 12, 10. Yeah. That's a handful. And it goes down yeah, seven, uh three and uh three months. So test <laughs> test this out with the set wow, muscle well Test it out with the seven year old. Also the three year old as well. Yeah. The old ones I think you're okay. weird. So when you're putting him into bed, the seven-year-old, what's his name? Benjamin Moshe. Benjamin Moshe. Okay. So when you're putting Benjamin Moshe to bed, I don't say to him, listen, would you rather I would tell you that I love you or that you're my son and you will always be my son, no matter what you do. There was, there's nothing that will ever stop you from being my son and me from being your dad. And and see what I see what he says. Because I've done right. that. And it's a deep, deep thing. It's a very deep thing. And that's when we say we love our children unconditionally. You don't love your children unconditionally. That, that on the level of emotions. Yeah, your emotions come and go. Why is it, you know, they wax and wane, they rise and fall. That depends. It could be to do with you didn't get enough sleep. You ate the wrong food or he's mum's being an obnoxious brat. You can't love someone who's being unlovable. But when we're talking about the unconditional love that the goyim speak about, that's really what we're talking about as the relationship. And that that's constant. Never ever will he not be your son. Never ever will you not be his dad. That's that's the and that's really the that's marriage as well. It's the exact same thing. It's the kasuba. See, we think that you get you get married because you love someone. It's completely the opposite. It's because you're married now. Love is a helpful tool. But love isn't the reason why you get married. Marriage is the relationship. That little piece of paper, the kasuba, is mamash kodesh kadoshim. Again, whatever you do, you'll be my wife. Now, there could be such a thing where you would tear up the kasuba, chaz v'shalom. But, but, but the relationship is much more than the love. The love goes and it, sometimes you don't love your wife on an emotional level. That's fine. That's, I mean, you know, you don't want that to happen too often, but that's fine. Ideally, you do want to love on an emotional level, obviously, but that's not what it's about. It's about the relationship. It's about the oneness. And that's with the children. That's even more, even more um, obvious. So, so the relation between the relationship between Hashem and Avram 
is that. The relationship between Avam and Noyach is an emotional relationship. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a, a um, an essential relationship. It's an emotional relationship. So when the Goyim behave, Hashem loves them. When the Goyim don't behave, the love isn't there. But with the Yidin, it's an essential love, which means when we behave, Hashem loves us. When we don't behave, Hashem loves us. He's disappointed, he's pained, he's whatever, but he will never, ever stop loving us because that's the relationship. And so listen to what the Yaka, the Kli Yaka says, the Yachim. So not Kli Yaka, the Yachim, the, the Tres Yisrael. That all the nations are chaviv because they have a tselem elokim. And when they are, when they do something really bad, their tselem elokim goes, and then there's no love. Hashem loves them because they have a tselem elokim. So if they're being rishoyim and the tselem elokim is nistalik from them, then the love goes. There is no love. Masha ein kain aval Yisrael medinikoyim banim, but Yisrael who are called banim afki palchul avoid zara, even though they were doing avoid zara. Shomina the afshechatu akati b'chivusa kaimi. Even so, you're over the void of Zara. My love for you is miskayim. It's painful. It's it's killing me that you're doing this. But I but I don't. I the relationship's still there. In fact, it hurts me much more because the relationship is always intact. The relationship will always always be there. That's nitzchi mamush. Hakadosh Baruch Hu kudshabrichu oiraisa. For Yisrael, Kuluchad. It's one thing, one thing. So our behavior, our our relationship with Hashem isn't dependent on our behavior. It makes sense to behave like a Yid. But he, he, that's not what it's about. So that's why Avraham, that's why the, the Torah gives three big praises to Noyach. Because that's the relationship of the Goyim to Hashem. And they behave themselves, he loves them. Because the Tselem and the Kim is Niskayim. But by the Yidden, praise is, is not, it's not relevant. That's nice, but that's not what it's about. So Hashem doesn't even give any praises to Avram. He's just lech lecha. Go, do your thing. Okay. Shabizaycha, lech lecha. Remember when you put your hands over your eyes for Shema, you're peering into the depths of yourself. And when you say to somebody, you, you're talking to the person, Mamash, the one who owns all the koichas, all the chokhmah being a das, all the begadim, all the behavior, all the all the cars and everything else. When you say you, you're going straight to the shoyish, to, to the to the one who owns all of that stuff, the etzem. It's like looking into the eye, the the iris around the eye, the color of the eye. That's all the stuff you have, but the you is the black, the pupil in the eye. You can't talk about, you can't describe it. It's just a black hole. It's it's not a thing. It's just a black, it's a good thing when you give, when you bench your children. I do, I've been doing this for years. When I bench my children on Friday night, I look into their eyes. I'm, I'm probably one of the few fathers who can tell my children by their eyes. Because on Friday night for, you know, for the brocha, I, I gaze into their eyes and I make them look into my eyes as well. And it's a very special thing. And you know what the real trip is? This is the real trip. 
is when you look deeply into their into their eyes, into the black of their eyes, what do you see? You see a reflection. You see, you see a reflection of yourself. Yeah. That's, That's trippy. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go. So have a wonderful Shabbos. Good job, Thank you, Rabbi. Thank you, Rabbi.